0: Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real-life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you.
1: I know that all things are working for my It's working.
0: Good afternoon, good afternoon. It's working for my good, and God is intentional. I can feel my faith rising today because I know he's got my best interest at heart. Welcome to our noonday service. I'm glad that you're here. I'm excited today about this word. Let us begin with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today thanking you and praising you for your mighty works because you are our creator. Lord, there is none above you. You are El Shaddai. You are Elohim. You are our everything. The wheel in the middle of the wheel, the rose of Sharon. You are our everything, and we just say thank you today. We praise you. And Lord, we give you thanks for taking care of us and bringing us to this present time. And we ask right now that you would forgive us for all our sins. Things that we have done by omission and commission, things that we know we've done wrong and those that we don't know about, but Lord, you know, and we ask that you would forgive them and that you would restore us in right relationship with you. Lord, we ask right now that you would take care of those that are sick among us. You know who they are, Lord. We call the name of Brother Emmanuel Walker. We call the name of Sister Marie Adams, Sister Gussie Fox. We call the name of Sister Mildred Purnell and Reverend Charles Purnell. We call the name of Sister Lucy Robinson And so many others, Lord, we don't know to call. And we ask right now that you would be with the families of the bereaved families of Sister Alvinia Williams and Sister Vanita Snyder and others that are among us, Lord. We don't know all the names to call, but you know who they are. And then, Lord, we thank you for those that are present on the line, they themselves have issues and challenges we all need you we pray for the families that are represented the children the elderly the friends and loved ones the colleagues and those that are influenced by those on the line we pray for all of them and we ask your holy spirit to come into this place to speak through me it's not about me lord but it's all about you Use me as your instrument that your people may be edified, encouraged, and inspired. Today, we thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. On today, our word comes from the Old Testament book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 47. And I'm going to be reading today from the New International Version. Genesis chapter 47, verses 9 and 10. For a little background, this is when Joseph has brought his family to live in Egypt, and his father Jacob is speaking to Pharaoh for the very first time. Genesis chapter 47, beginning at verse 9. And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty. My years have been few and difficult, and they do not equal the years of the pilgrimage of my fathers. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. I'd like to use for a subject today no regrets no regrets what is regret regret is a feeling of sadness repentance disappointment even guilt over something that has happened or something that was or was not done, regret. And I venture to say that no one is completely free of regret. I believe we can all look back over our lives and remember a time when we could have done better, could have done something different. The Bible is full of people who lived with regret. David regretted his affair with Bathsheba. Saul regretted his unlawful sacrifice. Moses regretted striking the rock instead of speaking to it as told. Judas regretted betraying Jesus. And so on. And in this text, Jacob, no doubt, has a lot of regret. Jacob, you remember, was a trickster. He stole his brother's birthright. He tricked his father into giving him the blessing that was supposed to go to his brother. He never loved his wife, Leah, like he should have, even though she gave him several sons. He he tricked his father, father father-in-law Laban, by producing weaker animals for him, while Jacob himself became rich in animals and possessions. Jacob showed obvious favoritism to his son, Joseph, by not sending him out to work like his brothers and giving him a fancy coat of many colors. And he lost his favorite son, Joseph, thinking he was dead. His wife, Rachel, the one he loved, died. He had to endure a severe famine in the land. So when Jacob says, "The years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty, but have been few and difficult and not equal to that of my father's," he's talking about his father father Isaac and his grandfather Abraham, and no doubt he's thinking. I'm not the man that they were. And he has regret. And when I've come to realize that most of us live with regret, you know, we all know that if we don't forgive others, that God will not forgive us. And we talk about that often. We talk about the importance of forgiving others. But the truth is that I don't think we talk enough about the importance of forgiving ourselves. In counseling people, I find that they have a lot of regret and they have unforgiveness within themselves, not for others, but they have never forgiven themselves. Jacob needed to forgive himself. We need to forgive ourselves for the sins of our past. The times when we weren't there for someone else, or we didn't share what we had, or we spoke in haste or anger, or whatever it is that we regret. But you say, Pastor... That is easier said than done. I've been living with this regret for so long now that it's a part of who I am. First of all, we need to separate true guilt from false guilt. True guilt is caused by sin. And it's God's way of calling us to repentance and restitution. David clearly says in Psalm 51 that he has sinned against God and he asks for forgiveness and restoration. That's true regret, true guilt, because you have sinned. But then there's some, something called false guilt, and that's guilt we place on ourselves because of regret for past acts, failure to live up to our own or someone else's expectations, or even for reasons we don't even identify or articulate. We just feel bad about something. We regret it. No one sinned, but we just feel bad. And if this is the case, it often helps to verbalize how we feel. Share it with someone like a counselor or a therapist or a trusted friend or family member and ultimately give it over to God. Give it over to God. Let that thing go. But remember, that is in the case when we have not sinned. But when we have sinned, 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we sin, confess it. God will forgive us. Psalm 103:12 says as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. I often say to people, That if God is willing to forgive you, then who are you to hold on to unforgiveness, bad feelings, guilt? It certainly won't give you any extra credit with God and is not doing anything but holding you back. Oswald Chambers, a great theologian, once said, The most marvelous ingredient in the forgiveness of God is that he also forgets. The one thing that a human being can never do. Forgetting with God is a divine attribute. God's forgiveness forgets. And his is the one that counts. I want to share a story with you. It might sound petty, but I'm going to share it. Several years ago when I taught fourth grade, one of the activities my class did was to bury our bad habits. I'm not sure how this lesson came about. I don't remember the details of it. But we spent some time talking about what bad habits were and how we all had some. Then we took some time and identified at least one habit, one bad habit that we wanted to get rid of. And each child wrote it down on a small piece of paper and I did as well. I brought a shovel to school the next day And we went outside with our pieces of paper with the bad habit written on it. I dug a deep hole, deep enough in the ground, and we put all our habits into the ground. And with a sigh of relief, and I venture to say, a prayer within ourselves. We covered them up and went back inside, feeling free enough that we had at least taken that first step to bury our bad habits. Maybe today you ought to take a first step to forgive yourself and let go of that regret That you have been holding on to. The thing that you've been nursing. And coddling. And allowing to somehow make you feel some kind of way. Maybe you haven't voiced it to someone else. But you know what it is. And sometimes it's more real than others. Soothe your thought life. Turn off the tape player of Satan, the accuser, replaying that thing over and over in your mind. Remember, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. But God is the potter, always working on us. We are the clay. From the time that Jacob in those verses that I read made that statement in the text to Pharaoh God granted him many more years. Genesis 47 and 28 says Jacob lived in Egypt 17 years and the years of his life were 147. That's a lot more time by anyone's account. And the fact that he lived there with his family, knowing that his son Joseph was not just alive, but in command, I'm sure it brought him lots of good feelings. God is not out to punish us and make our lives miserable. In fact, his will is to give us the desires of our heart. If we would but delight ourselves in him. So instead of living in the regret of the past, ask God for forgiveness. Release your regret Forgive yourself and move forward in the restitution that God provides. No one is perfect. If we were, Jesus would never have had to come to the cross and give his life. But he did. And as the song says, life is worth the living just because he lives. Ezra 9, 5 through 6 says, At the evening sacrifice, I arose from my fasting. And having torn my garment and my robe, I fell on my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord, my God. And I said, Oh, my God, I am too ashamed and humiliated to lift up my face to you, my God. For our iniquities have risen higher than our heads, and our guilt has grown up to the heavens. This is a man obviously sorrowful for himself and for his countrymen, for the sins that have occurred. But know that God hears us when we pour out our heart to him. Despite our mistakes and our failures, God is willing to meet us at the point of our need. Here's the thing. Romans 8 and 1 says, There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Come on, saints. If God be for us, who can be against us? Repeat after me. No more regrets. No regrets. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this confirmation today. That whatever it is that's holding us back, that's making us feel ashamed within ourselves, that's making us feel bad, that you will forgive us and you will forget it and that we should forgive and forget it as well. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to restore us and bring us into right relationship with the Father. That we may be the people that you have purposed for us to be when you created us. We thank you, Lord, that we're able to walk boldly and come to your throne boldly, knowing that when we ask in your will, it shall be done. We thank you. We praise you, we give you all glory, honor on today, and Lord, we purpose that we will go out and let our light so shine, that others may see our good works and glorify you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen on today, everybody. Thank you for being present on the line. We thank you for all that you have done and all that you are going to do for the kingdom of God. We thank you for being present on the line today and we pray that you will go forth boldly. Enjoy the rest of your day. Let us repeat the benediction. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy your day.